Recording live from the Northeast Georgia Business Radio X studio, this is Northeast Georgia Business Radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to another edition of Northeast Georgia Business Radio. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon, and yes, we're coming to you live from the beautiful Empower College and Career Center of Jackson County. I have with me a great guest. Yes, I know all my guests are great, but hey, they are. Mr. Jason Bates with Nexa Mortgage. Jason, welcome to the Northeast Studio. Thank you. Great to be here. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. Yourself? Oh, I'm always good. I'm not allowed to be anything but, I think. Mortgages. That's you. Yes, sir. Tell me about mortgages. First and foremost, how did you get in the mortgage game? Well, uh, that was thanks to my wife. We've been uh, been married, well, I guess since 2001. Don't get this wrong if she's yeah. going to hear it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she, uh, she introduced me to this lovely business, and uh, I kind of got into it a few years after she kind of showed me a little bit of the ropes, and and I jumped in full-fledged in uh, 2004 and haven't looked back. So you've been doing it almost 20 years. Yes, sir. Was it one of those deals of, oh, I'll do it for a little while, and boom, 20 years goes by? We are all guilty of something like that. Yeah. Um, I'll do it for a it, couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, in all truth be told, I, I did it for several years, and I was like, okay, well, maybe I can transition this to being a go somewhere else into finances and – I did. I stayed in the financial world for the whole time. And then, but I kept always looking back and going, I really like that mortgage stuff, you, you know? And it's, it. wow. yeah. So it was, that? yeah, I always wanted, I just, I like the numbers. I like, you know, helping people out. So I was always, you know, every time I'd ask the question, so what's your rate? <laughs> what's exactly. Your, you know, and exactly. I, you know, what's, what's the market look like? And so I was always looking at interest rates and looking what, you know, real estate was doing. And, and then I, you know, returned right back into it. And now I'm, you know, I'm back at it again. So I hope and have been for several more years. So nice. you have a financial background. Truth be told, my uh, my degree is in uh, communication, organizational communication. Nice. So did that at uh, UCF in Orlando, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean the the whole financial thing did start in with the uh, whole mortgage business. So that gotcha. was that was good old two thousand four when I jumped in. Nice, and you survived the what the fall, the crash of 08, 09. You yeah. survived all that. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh, That'll make a man out of you. Yeah, that was, uh, that was, and I was right there in the middle of it all in Central Florida, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, if you ever saw the movie The Big Short, I mean, they nailed it, you know, right on, 100%. They so, were So right they should on. be paying you royalties for that one, is that what you're, is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, now I see, I think there's even a, a new version of it now, so uh, uh, I'm... The next, tempted, you know, <laughs> tempted to see how what that looks like. You should. Okay. You, hey, you brought it up. I was on the fence about asking you this. How's the market? That's the it's catch a, question when when you guys come in here. Exactly. Well, it's. I mean, it's it's an interesting market. I mean, I really. I've seen it. You know. Yeah. I was like you said. I was there in in six, seven, and eight, nine. You know that kind of. You know, I saw the rise up. I saw the crash. And this time has been, man. It's. I mean. <laughs> You kind of hear the term roller coaster, but it, I mean, I've never seen anything like it, really? you know, to where, you know, interest rates bottomed out like nobody's business. And then, yeah, it seemed like overnight inflation went up and mm-hmm. then rates went right up with it. And, 
you know, and all of a sudden we're talking about rates that are getting close to or in the eights and, and you're going interest rates in the eights. We were just in the twos. Yeah. Two, two, two and a half was high. Yeah. Not long ago. Yeah. And then, you know, and so now everyone gets spoiled on, oh, we did, you oh, know, oh, it's like, yeah, oh, we boy, all, did we, ever. we, you know, Everyone refinanced to the two seven five, two and a half, and some even got the fifteen year into the ones, and you know, and so you know now it's like you're talking interest rates that are seven, and people are like, oh well, I'm just not going to buy right now, and it's just like, wow, well, everyone's got a right to their opinion in the market, oh, yeah. but yeah. but you know, with real estate values are gonna, are just trucking along, and Georgia's one of the best to be investing in. Oh, absolutely, yeah, we're we're in a very nice nice spot, nice position, I guess. When the rates go from two something percent to six, seven plus percent, you just would end up buying less house. The dollar yeah, then goes far. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, the payment yeah, goes up faster, right? But but then I would also say we say in our industry, you date the rate, you marry the home. Right. So exactly, really, this this higher interest rate environment is going to be temporary. And once inflation comes back down, uh, you know, some of the best mortgage minds in the business are predicting that, you know, interest rates should be improving, you know, somewhere in the fives, possibly even below 5% in 18 months. But, you know, is it going to be a straight shot down? I'd say probably not. You know, it's it's going to be pretty rocky and values are going up. We're not the same position that we were in 2008 when we had way too much inventory. We had right. too many people calling themselves investors when they really weren't, and they didn't know how to take on the real estate business. And you know, all of a sudden, we had foreclosures like crazy. Mm-hmm. And right now, you've got you don't have enough inventory, and you've got you've got pretty much more buyers than what there are inventory out oh, there. Oh, absolutely, you do. Oh, absolutely. Still a seller's market. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe not as strong as a year, year and a half ago, but it's still a seller's market. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. So let's talk about Nexa. Nexa Mortgage. Man, there's a lot of mortgage companies. Uh, there, there's mortgage companies now that don't even really have representatives. They have a computer chat bot. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. What do you mean uh, you have to talk to a person? Yeah, exactly. Talk, I mean, <laughs> talk to me about Nexa. Let's separate Nexa from the others. Well, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, Nexa's uh, been around. I think I think we're going on six, six, seven years um, out of uh, out of Chandler, Arizona. Mike and Matt were producers, and you know, decided to make their own company. and And what it's blossomed to is the largest mortgage brokerage in the country. How We've got. That? I think we're sitting on twenty two, twenty three hundred loan officers nationwide. Wow. And we've got relationships with over 200 lenders. And so with those 200 lenders, you're pretty much, yeah, Yeah. I mean, we've got, you know, all the big guys and all the small boutiques. I didn't know there were 200 lenders out there to be a part of. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and, and we're still adding, you know, it seems like every day we're adding them. And, you know, our really what we're trying to accomplish is, being able to really fund any real estate transaction, whether it be residential or commercial. Now, do you work and, with investment property? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What about I mean, raw land? Yep, raw land. Really? Okay. Name it. You name it, man. It, hey, 500 credit score, we can do it. That's uh, a... Foreign national, we can do it. Wow. Uh, income tax identification number, got it covered. Yeah, I mean, our one-time closed construction, we can do it. FHA, VA, USDA, or conventional. Nice. 
So, I mean, really, I mean, it can, it covers, covers all the bases. So, Sounds like it. you know, so it just, it just makes it easier for the consumer or the realtor to be able to rely on one place to get all their financing needs taken care of when it comes to purchasing real estate. Now you work with realtors. You just brought up realtors. Yep. Do you like to work, work within, work with the offices, the real estate offices? Absolutely. Some, especially in, in Northeast Metro, there are real estate offices the size of small stadiums. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so you, you want to get involved with that. Yeah. I mean, it's, look, uh, and I know that, the, you know, these guys have relationships and have had, you know, these relationships for years. But I also know that a lot of times they're not able to get everything done. You know, right. they're, they usually take the you know, the very simple, easy stuff, you know, yeah, I've got, you know, great credit, you know, lots of money to put down, you know, straightforward type of loan, or, you know, I'm just a W-2, just want to do three and a half percent first time purchase, let's go FHA. Okay. So those are pretty basic, but when you've got self-employment and you've got different types of tax returns, or you've got, you know, you've got these, oh, I got to do a bank statement because, you know, I have my taxes or claim everything on there and it doesn't show that I make much income, but my mm-hmm. bank statements show otherwise. All right, well, let's do a bank statement loan. You know, just being able to offer those types of loans will help these realtors get more, you know, more closings each month. Now, do you work at all with, with someone who is self-employed? Having been on the self-employed side most of my life, from child to adult, Getting a loan for a self-employed, especially a smaller company, can be difficult. Sure. I mean, lie, cheat, and steal to get a mortgage. Sure, yeah. Do you encounter that at all? Oh, every day. Okay. Every day. So So you're fighting for those little guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, something like that, you know, like I was saying, the bank statement. I mean, there's the good old 1099 loan. You know, that's what they call it, but it's, you know, it's just a, it's a good old tax return, you know, so we'll take a look at it and we'll see, well, is the tax, you know, is your CPA writing off every possible expense and showing low income? They well, should then, be. It's called, yeah. It's called self-defense. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so we would just pivot on that and go, hey, we can go to, a, you know, go to a bank statement. Uh, and see your deposits on there and take an average of your deposits. I mean, I'll an example here. I was just working with a guy most recently. His tax returns were showing income of, I think it was $2,100 a month, mm-hmm. and which mm-hmm. was, you know, it really is not, not much to show for. So we switched and did a, did a bank statement. Now it does require that you put down more for a down payment, right? but we're able to get him into a loan. And, and yeah, his income on his bank statement came out at, I think it was like sixteen, seventeen thousand $17,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Now, you know, the risk level is, you know, it's a little bit riskier when you're dealing just with bank statements as opposed to traditional tax return or, you know, W-2 or W-2 pay stub. employee, sure. And with that, when you have higher risk, your rates are going to be a little bit higher. Right. But hey, you know, then, you know, you can prepare your tax guy for the years ahead that, hey, I'm going to show a little bit more income in the years to come. And then you can do a nice little refi and get yourself into a more traditional type of product and, you know, lower that interest rate, you know, in the next you know year or two. Right. No, I'm with you on that. That's really cool, though. You're, you're working with the, the small business owners, the self-employed. That's really cool. Absolutely. Because from experience, I know it can be very difficult to get a loan. You, you got plenty of money. You just can't really show it. Right. Prove it. Right. Uh, 
at the end of the day, is cash king? I mean, honestly, down payment? It depends. I mean, it, it you know, it, to a lot of business owners, they want to, they may not want to tie up their their cash. Well, you never want to tie your cash up, but if you're trying to buy a house, you're doing whatever you can. Well, I mean, you know, if, if you're, you know, you can go with 20% down and you're going to avoid the mortgage insurance. Right. So that's, BMI, uh, right? that's an extra, you know, an extra payment on your, you know, on your mortgage payment that, you know, is really not necessary, but it's required when you, oh, yeah. when you don't have enough money down. You know, as I alluded to before, maybe you just want to do three and a half or five percent, or maybe even ten percent down initially. Let the value of your home go up, right. and and then in a few short years, you can do a do a nice little refinance and not only lower your interest rate, but get it to where you've got over eighty percent in right. equity. Right. You know, then you've got I mean, I say eighty percent equity, twenty percent equity, but. Well, Less hey, we'll than eighty percent. We'll take eighty percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, well, yeah. I don't know. A couple Sorry. years ago, we were getting eighty percent. Yeah, equity. there you go. There you go. So I kind of reversed the math. It's on all right. It. You know, you can refinance and get yourself not only a lower rate, but drop that mortgage insurance. Gotcha. Now you also try to work with college students. Yeah. Younger first-time buyers. Yes, sir. That's got to be difficult at times. Well, you know, it's it's not nearly as difficult as it really seems, but to your point, I think most college students don't realize that they can use their transcripts as part of their work history, and they technically can actually close on a home before they even walk across the line to get their diploma. How about that? I don't don't think many know that. Yeah. So you're really talking about getting, you know, I mean, you you have to qualify with your credit. You got to qualify with your assets. And and there's even down payment programs that even minimize even though you're out of pocket. Um, But really what it comes down to is that you can, if you've got the formal letter from your uh, offer letter from your your new employer and you've got your transcripts, that takes care of your your income and your, your work history. Um, so, and most people do not know that. No, I didn't know that. I never even thought of it. Now, if you have student loans, does that work against you? Um, I, debt to income? It, it does. Um, I mean, there, we have a doctor loan that, that doesn't count against you. Not everyone's a doctor. So you've got different FHA or Fannie Mae, the Fannie Mae conventional loan. They're going to count 1%. That's you know, all. Yeah, one percent of the outstanding balance that will be your counted towards your your debt. But if you go FHA, that's reduced to a half a percent. Oh wow! So even further. Yeah, it um, really doesn't exist then. Right, right. Well, I, mean, I mean, but but one, it all depends. A, a you half know? percent of twenty thousand, two hundred or hundred dollars. Right, yeah. but but you know some of these folks have hundred thousand and more. Well, yeah, so. they they may not want to be buying a house right away until they've worked that down. But right. But also paying rent is also throwing money down into a black hole. Exactly. And, you yeah. know, really the fastest way to building wealth is through real estate. Through real and, estate. And Good can, real estate investment. You, yeah, you can watch those numbers really dwindle down quite a bit oh, yeah. when you all of a sudden see the equity grow in your home, you know, year by year. When is a good time to buy? When you have money, I guess. I'm kidding. <laughs> good point. Good question. Uh, really, the I'd say the best time to buy is going to be now. You know, as we talked about earlier, you know, we're not in the same situation as we were in uh, in 2008, and and values are going up here in in Georgia. 
you know, all, I mean, it's they, I think the National Association of Realtors uh, pointed out earlier this year that 2023 Georgia's the number one state in the country to invest in real estate. I don't doubt that for a second. I mean, we've just got we got the right climate. We've got you know just the right the right area, and, and we've got some great leadership. And I stay away from politics, as you know. Right. We've got some great leadership in the state. I mean, right. Let's call it what it is. Right. We do. Sure. Whether you like sure. them, love them, hate them, whatever. Right. The boy's good, if you know what I mean. Right. Exactly. Seriously. So, uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, business is taken care of here. And, and whether you're looking at, you know, statewide, you know, locally in your, you know, different counties and, and cities that, you know, that it's, you know, it is done right here. And we've got, you know, the look at the corporations we've got here. You mm-hmm. know, they come here for a reason. They want um, to be here. Right, exactly. And so that's what it makes it desirable that people are moving here. And, you know, as I said before, that you get in now, you'll see that, that you, the value of your home is going to go up. I mean, it's just going up. It's going up big time. I mean, everywhere else they're seeing, you know, seeing it relatively flat. And even, mm-hmm. even the rest of the country is showing even a minute, you know, growth. But here in Georgia, I mean, it's, it's growing. And I mean, numbers are, you know, they're, they're showing it. Yeah. Right now we would, we're happy with any growth with inflation the way it is. Right. Right now we would be happy with a flat line. We just don't want those property values to decrease. Right. That's the, we don't want that. Right. You know, until everything gets sorted out, we would take a flat line, but yeah, to have them increasing. Right. Just, just a small amount. It's huge. Right. And here it's, I mean, <laughs> I haven't found a market yet that, you know, in, uh, you know, around the greater Georgia area that, you know, where I've seen anything looking like anything flat. I mean, everything's still growing big time. Good deal. Well, that's good. Then you're still writing mortgages. Yep. That's what we're worried about. Yep. Awesome. All right, man. What did we miss? Jason, I'm going to give you the floor before we get out of here. I'm going to actually be quiet, believe it or not. Jason, why do the folks need to contact you? To put it, uh, I guess, bluntly, is that uh, I I really believe that uh, I'm a difference maker when it comes to to the mortgage business. That you know, I really take each and every one of my applications to heart, and you know, do what I can to find them the the best program, the the best rate that you know will get them to the finish line accomplish ultimately what they're wanting to do, you know, whether it's buying that first home or it's doing that debt consolidation or it's buying that investment property that's going to hopefully cash flow for them. Uh, whatever their particular goals are, I'm going to do my very best to to meet that and to exceed that. And for the first time really in my career being being at Nexa, I've, I've been here since uh, pretty much the end of last year, that I feel for the first time that when I walk into a a realtor's office that I really, I know that I can make a difference with their business. And I know that I can make that impact, you know, that day that I'm walking in there more so than I had any other time in my career. Cause I, you know, I always felt like I could make a difference before, but now I know I can make a difference. And there's a, there's, you know, that's, that's just a, a great feeling knowing that no matter who their mortgage person is and nothing against all other mortgage companies, but when I'm going in there knowing I can solve the issues and the affect their bottom line to where I can get more deals done, that's, that means the world to them. And so, you know, whether it's one extra deal a month or it's maybe five extra deals a month, but I know that the product line that I've got, the rates that I have, that I can make that kind of difference for the realtors out there in my market. 
We got a website. What's the website? Website is differencemakermortgage.com. Differencemakermortgage.com. You want to give a phone number? Phone number. You can people actually call anybody? Yeah, they can actually call my cell phone directly, which is uh, area code 407, good old Central Florida number. Yeah, it is. 407-963-8173. Jason, you're a pro at this, man. Well, I appreciate that. Nice. We got to get you in here more often. Hey, I'm all about it. Good deal. Good deal. They're going to play my music here in just one second, and then that means, yeah, see, there you go. Jason, thank you so much for being in here today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Great job, sir. Hey, check Jason out. DifferenceMakerMortgage.com. Think about buying a home? He'll write you a mortgage. Great episode. Hey, I'm Tom Sheldon. Talk to you soon.